Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. Being a successful mortgage broker is not about how many loans you write, working hard, or winning awards. It's about building a high-performing business that works with or without you. If you want smarter, proven ideas to accelerate your business, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. Now it's time to accelerate. It's over to your hosts. Hey everybody, it's James Vagley here. Welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. And this one should hopefully be another knock over the head. To Maybe some of our listeners need it. Uh, maybe you don't. Uh, before we get into it, Ash, how are you today? I'm really, really good, James. I hope you're well too. And uh, listeners, um, this is a really topical one. Um, We've spoken about it before, but it's very dynamic and evolving. So I think it's great um, to be touching back on this one again. It does. And I've been talking about this, listeners, for I I think the best part of 15 years. Um, And it's the idea that mortgage brokers should stop working for free. Um, we want to talk a little bit about why free is actually not necessarily a good thing in all situations. We want to talk a little bit about fee for service and how to charge fees, the positioning for, I guess, of it. And probably, Ash, let's talk, maybe even we can start on this, this fear of fees. I think there's a, a big fear in the industry of charging fees. It's not even that um, oh, how do I charge fees and when do I charge it? How do I position it? I think the biggest stumbling block we need to get over first is this fear in the industry of charging fees. Why would somebody pay me to do what everybody else does for free? That's the argument. Now, of course, we know that that's not true and there's arguments around that. So maybe you can kick it off um, because I think if we nail that, then we can start to talk a little bit about how to start to introduce that in a business. Yeah, that's a really important point you make, James. I mean, you can dance around this issue from a lot of different directions, but to me, it comes back to the fundamental belief system that you have, have as the broker and the business owner bring to fee for service. Like, uh, I mean, I've been having this conversation like you for 25 years. I'm sure there's listeners out there now in our broker community who are saying, oh, I still have customers who ask me, oh, how much for your service? And I tell them it's free. Like I was getting asked that 25 years ago, right? So it's been around for a long time. The underlying opportunity is to change and reframe the way you see the word free. I mean, it's always a problem. Oh, well, it's only ever a problem for the client to the extent it's a problem for you. Look, I've never met a client and I challenge any broker to bring up a client that says, I oh, know I'm not going to pay for fees. Like it's only a problem for them if it's a problem for you. I really, truly believe that. So really need to go to the source of the problem. And the source of the problem is generally in your mind about whether you truly believe that your time is worth paying for. But do you truly believe that? Right. And this really starts to crack open how we how we value ourselves. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time talking about where the industry evolved from. It makes me sound like a, you know, a T-Rex, the dinosaur. But, you know, commissions on loans were only ever created for product placement. They weren't created for doing the work. Mm. That's something that has emerged over the last 20 years. 
unnecessarily, in my opinion, that now the money that brokers get paid by a lender for the provision of a product are considered for doing the work. That was never the case. That was purely for in return for placing the customer with that institution. Mm. So here we are in 2023 and we still have this carryover legacy mindset of that how can I charge on top of what the bank is paying me for doing the work? Well, the starting point is they're not paying you for doing the work. Mm. That is a false belief. Get that out of your head right now. Yeah. That's the first thing. You, the bank is not paying you for doing the work. The bank is paying you for giving them the customer. And this is, Ash, this has happened over a long period of time, right? We've seen, um, you know, way back when mortgage broking, you know, we're talking in the 80s here, like way back. Um, you know, I entered the industry in the early 2000s, uh, obviously, you know, well after all that. So commissions were standard. It was normal, right? And from my perspective, what brokers were all doing was essentially trying to compete and one-up each other in terms of, well, if back in the origination of uh, fees and commissions, the idea was, as you say, the commission was for the introduction of the loan, that's it. Brokers then go, oh, well, maybe I'll do this as well because that's not because no one else is doing that. Like, And fast forward 10 or 20 years and suddenly brokers are doing all sorts of analysis and strategies and multiple meetings with clients and looking at this and that and everything because they believe that's what's going to separate them from another broker to earn that commission. And now it has become normal in the mind of the industry and brokers that we have to do all of these things Mm. just to get the business to earn the commission. And we're trying to argue, well, not even argue, but we're trying to reposition that in this podcast and with a lot of the stuff we do, that the commission is paid for you to do the very basics of helping that client fill in that paperwork and get that loan. All of the other work you do as a broker, that's the stuff that you should be adding fees and charging for, and it's actually what people expect. It's always been the case. Like early back in the industry, I didn't charge fees because I was still, you know, trying to get my backside to point to the ground, so to speak, and and find customers. But I always had it in my mind, it should really be charging for my time. And the reason I always believed that is because customers were offering to do it. I mean, how blind was I? Customers are offering to pay you and you're declining. (laughs) I mean, seriously. So we we have a very powerful force, of course, that's outsourced a lot of the work and that's our banking industry. We love our banks. They're great product producers, but they have outsourced a lot of the work, compliance has overlaid onto our industry. And it's a, a good thing because, you know, we all want to be doing the right thing and we need to be seeing to do the right thing. But here's here's what I would ask anyone listening to this, James. How many hours does it take to you to produce a loan? We do this work very closely with our members. And on average, it's anywhere from 12 to 15 hours up to 20 hours per file, right? Per file. And until that loan settles, you're working for free. We all know that. Now, back in the day, 20 years ago, it might have taken me three hours to produce a loan, right? See the customer, collect the docs, write up the app, stick it on the fax machine, watch it for an hour till it all goes through, right? And I like and the, it, I like the subtle thing. Watch it for an hour, legitimate. I remember, yeah, feeding the page, then it would miss a page. Anyway, that's that's a throwback yeah, to the don't, uh, don't trigger me, James. Yeah. You know that's triggering my emotional pain. Yeah. But look, now we're out to this fifteen hours per file. Seriously, do you you know? 
do you not believe that all that work of stakeholder management, keeping everybody informed, acting in the client's best interest, paying your staff, all the time and effort we put into being the trusted advisor for the client is not, does not warrant being paid for? Oh, not to mention that commission is paid for you, as you said right at the start, introducing the loan, i.e. it's going to be this lender, in which case here's the paperwork, compliance, the submission and, and getting it to settlement. Well, hang on, to even get to that point, you've had meetings, you've had fact finds, you've had strategy conversation, where the client wants to go, where are they looking to go, assessing multiple different lender options. That's the work that you do that is the secret source um, that, that everyone is just doing for free these days. And we're wondering why, and brokers are wondering why margins are getting thinner, the workload's blowing out, because you're doing all these things for free. Well, I want to issue a challenge. Do it. Anybody that wants to take this up, take it up. I want you to go to your aggregator or to your bank and say, righto bank, I want you to pay me the commission in advance of settling the loan. Then you'll find out where the commission is actually for the placement of a product. So this fallacy that commission, including trail, is for looking after the client is bunkum. Go to the bank and say, if that's true, give me the money up front for all the work I'm about to do. If it doesn't go ahead, I'll give you the money back. See how far that gets you. Yeah, right? totally. Right. I, I want to just mention a, a very important point. We probably mentioned it, but double down on this point. We are not saying that you should charge fees for doing the basics of writing a loan. So we really want to be really clear because what we're saying to charge fees for are all of the things that brokers do to add value to the process that shouldn't really be involved. It is not actually involved in doing a loan. That's what we're talking about. And there's, yes. in the past, Ash, we know there's been pushback from groups and aggregators and in industry thinking that if we all started charging a fee, the industry would die. You know, there's been a lot of negative um, talk about fee for service back in the day, thinking that it's going to be the death of the industry. And that's coming from the mentality of, charging a fee just to do the basics, which is not what we talk about no. at all when it comes to fee for service. I mean, there are, there are still groups out there, Ash, that do not allow their brokers to charge a fee. Correct. Because they do not understand how to uh, put value in front of the client in the correct way. Uh, and that negative fear, that isn't true. And we know this to be true, right? Because every single broker we've worked with that we've helped install a fee model in their business not a single pushback from any client ever, uh, pretty much ever. Ever, ever. Like, the, read the tea leaves, folks. Now, look, we love engaging in this discussion, this positive debate with industry participants, the peak bodies, aggregators, lenders, engage in this discussion, right? I'm very happy to engage in this discussion because, you know, it's an evolving dynamic situation, which is why we continue to cover it, James. But perhaps it would be an opportune time to quickly move for a moment into the positioning. Mm. Like, just move away from what the fees are for to what this looks like in the mind of your client. What does it tell your client and your community when you put a value on your time? Yeah, I like that. It tells, because... tells them that you're the best at what you do. Yep, exactly. We know this to be true. Like, if something is free, think about this, listeners. If there is a price tag and it's free, so they're giving it away, what's your instinct reactive reaction? 
What's wrong with it? If it's a dollar, what's your reaction, listeners? If something is worth $100 or $1,000 or a million dollars, what's your reaction? And we all know, Ash, every single person is listening is thinking free and low price is cheap and nasty. And the more expensive it is, it's better and higher quality. That is the default. And we know this is not necessarily true because you could buy, you know, we've seen this, the same t-shirt for $10 and then in another store it's $500 because it has a label on it, right? So um, the, the value doesn't necessarily mean quality, but in the minds of every single consumer out there, the higher the price, the better it is. Yeah, 100%. And that's a, that's a good point to step to the next point I'd like to make. And that is, you know, how to, how to deal with the fear or the reality of doing this. And I've seen brokers do it completely wrong, not brokers we work with. I remember a friend of mine who ran a cafe was getting a mortgage through a broker. And in the middle of the process, with no warning, the broker said, oh, there's a bit more work for me in this one. You're going to need to pay me a fee. <laughs> Just like, and he said, I had to give him a thousand dollars. Right. And it blew me away. And this is only in the last six months. So that's the wrong way to do it. You don't suddenly decide you're going to whack a fee in, right? Definitely 100% no. Actually, right? and just to quickly pause on you, we're also not advocating for brokers suddenly charging exorbitant amounts for nothing. We're, we're talking Correct. about serious value for a reasonable amount of money. We're not saying charge somebody five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 to do what they should be doing for free. Like that is not ethical. That's not what we're talking about. But yeah. No, no. Unless you've got some sort of, um, you know, money management model where there's some sort of specific, but that's a separate thing. So, so, so this is about integrating it into the DNA of your business, right? This is not about fries with the burger. I think this is, if I could put it like this, James, right? I think a lot of the fear comes from this natural resistance to upselling the client or to giving them something extra over and above what you think they might want. That's where a lot of the fear comes from, right? So the way to counteract that is to step back and strategically work out how to integrate this into the very DNA of your business. From the moment that people engage with you, premium, value, here's what you get, here's why I'm different, here's why I'm better, and it's fed through into everything you do. So it's not something that you have to suddenly introduce. And surprise, surprise, I still see this today. Brokers worried about fees because they think they've got to win a client without talking about the fees. And then at some later point go, oh, by the way, I've got a fee if you want to go ahead with me. No, definitely not. That's not the right way to do it. If that's your fear, right, come and have a talk to us about the way to bake this in to your process in a seamless completely acceptable and, shall I say, ethical and what's the right word, mindset? Probably a, a, di- a different word. It's actually something that you believe in, mm. right? You believe in it and you've got to bring that energy to it. If you don't believe in it, how can you expect your clients to believe in it Exactly. or your team, right? Well, yeah, confidence is everything. I, I just want to touch on quickly what you mentioned. You talked about, you mentioned quickly the words premium in there. And I wanted to bring that to the attention listeners, because we're not necessarily just saying start a brokerage fee, have an application fee, have all these just fees for what the customer would think they should get for free. What we're instead saying is, touching on what Ash said, you are coming up with a premium offer. The basic is I'll get you a loan. The premium offer includes all the other things you can build 
bring your skills to the table, the things you can help that client do, mapping strategies, client care, et cetera, et cetera. That's the premium offering. And the premium offering is actually what the customer wants. And that's what you are more than, uh, you should be more than confident in actually charging a, a small amount of money for. And I uh, just want to touch on that, Ash. Yeah, and it's a great way um, to deal with one other problem, perhaps as my final thought, that quite a lot of brokers face, and that is efficiency or productivity. How do I manage my time and my team's time so I'm only spending time with clients who are committed to going ahead? Now, some brokers might hear that and go, oh, you know, I just do that naturally. I only deal with people that want to go ahead. But I would challenge that thinking, you know, to how do you separate out serious clients from well, not tie kickers, but people that are still shopping or people that are just looking for information, but with no intent, particularly at that front end of your business. So being clear about what they do get for free and what they don't get for free is a very important doorway into progressing through your business. And this is something that we work really closely with people, isn't it, James? Like to help you to integrate that into your business in a way that is customized to the personality of your business so that you're not feeling uncomfortable or awkward about introducing something later. Mm. That's where a lot of fear and, and doubt comes from and why people tend to resist it and fall into the mindset, oh, I know, you know, I make a decent living from the commission from the bank, banks and I'll, I'm happy with that. If that's your thinking, you're not, you're not wrong. All I'm saying is that I believe the industry is evolving and I, I think the day will come in the future, James, where fees will be mainstream, yeah. right? Not to make more money. It's not about that. It's it's about elevating what we do to a higher level. Exactly. And you know, the further we go down that professionalization route, the more value we add, the more study, the more expenses we've had just to be in this industry. It's not like it was 20, 25 years ago, where, as you said, right at the start, or I think in maybe a previous episode, Ash, you know, you could write an episode, uh, write a um, right alone in just a few hours. So if you put a few hours in yeah, with that lender, it didn't matter so much if you didn't win the business or it didn't proceed. Whereas these days, we're professional. We've got requirements. We've got tons of work to do before we even get paid. We need to be like every other profession and actually get paid for that. Um, and if you're in demand and good at what you do, then you'll have no problems at doing this. But yeah, there are definitely details and nuances, listeners, to positioning, how much to charge, when to charge it, how to talk about it with the clients, how to actually build enough value to warrant charging a fee. Because again, we're not saying you do it just for doing the loan. So that's the sort of stuff that you're going to need some additional help and support on. So uh, knock on our door. We've got plenty of resources if that's the route you would like to take. But uh, don't be scared of valuing yourself and your time and putting a dollar figure to that and stop working for free, please. <laughs> Hear ye to that, James. Hear ye to that. You know, uh, hopefully this has triggered some thinking to critically think about, you know, w w how you feel about this. And if you feel like you shouldn't be charging fees, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. All we're suggesting is explore it. Think about it. Yep. Have a chat to us about how it might be integrated into your business, right? At least go that far and have a look at it. 100%. Well, uh, Ash, it's been a pleasure as always. Listeners, hopefully you've enjoyed and got some thinking and tools and challenge maybe, uh, whether you're in the car or you're, dare I say it, Ash, on the toilet. 
<laughs> but hopefully you're having a fantastic week, listeners, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you again next week. Same as you, Ash. See you next time, James. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration with Broker Ideas Group. To keep getting smarter, proven ideas in your inbox every week, subscribe to the podcast now over at brokerideasgroup.com.au forward slash podcast. If you want to accelerate even faster, access our proven results-driven programs, live events and free resources available at brokerideasgroup.com.au. That's brokerideasgroup.com.au. And until next time, remember, life's too short to play small. So dream big, believe big and go big with Broker Ideas Group.